Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 155, November 22nd, 2021. I'm fresh off of vacation with the producer out to see the sound guy and the rest of the fam, Danley, on Vancouver Island. Got back to Medicine Hat tonight, so I've quite the uh, travel day on Thursday and quite the travel day today to get back to where I started from, but it was well worth it. Uh, drank some drank, uh, drank some beers. The family saw me, my niece McKinley play soccer. Uh, Jim played guitar on Friday night, Pacific Brim. Uh, went to a great brewery, Dave uh, Mount Aerosmith Brewery in uh, Parksville. Beer was great. Pizza smelt great. Didn't have any, but uh, man, it was, it was nice to get away, get in an airport for the first time in eight, Jesus, 18, 19, 20 months, whatever it's been. Uh, having an airport beer, they seem to taste a little bit better there for some reason. But uh, no, it was a good trip all, all in all. Like I said, it was good to good to get away. And I got got to say, it was other than the travel part of it, the uh, airport experience was easy. It was simple. There was nothing new other than having to show your pa- your vaccine passport. But the restaurant was just old hat. Uh, it took a while to get used to again. It's been so long. But all in all, she was a good trip. Do airport establishments have first or last call or is it like if we're open we're serving booze when they're open they serve booze because we were there we uh the flight was at nine so i think we had a beer at seven thirty eight o'clock just because we've been so long not that i haven't before but yeah saw that they were open saw, saw that somebody else was having one before we were the first to to break the proverbial cherry in the bar so we said wow they're having one weekend too kind of deal so uh, they were serving, you're so I holidays. was drinking. That's right. So if, yeah, if you're on, if you're in an airport, you're you're on vacation, whether it's a work vacation or, yeah. or what. So, yeah, I, I guess, eh? Like that's. I don't know what the like. I've never been in an airport bar where where they aren't serving. I don't know when those rules change or if they're if they're new in the last 10, 10 or so years. But since I started traveling more, I noticed that they're always serving. So I'm probably going to have one. I've been in airports at 
at four in the morning. I've been at airports at four in the afternoon, and like there's always pouring. They're always if they're pouring. open. They're they're pouring. I got love them for it. Anyways, Dave, uh, the NFL weekend. The the there's some teams that are slowly pushing their way out of the playoff picture. There's the teams that are. It's time to say goodbye. We'll get to that in a second here. There's teams that are eking their way back in. And there's teams that are full of surprises. The team, to me, it's a full of surprises. And I don't know if we should be so, so surprised. Uh, Billy Belichick and the uh, New England Patriots are back on top. They're, they're rolling right now. Is there? It's amazing how that team can go through a transformation that they did for one year. With that, that, that had a COVID year with Cam Newton and everything else. And they have a, a new quarterback. And they're playing well. And they're winning. Like, first Belichick place in the good. first place in the AFC East, like they're, they're got to be favored place. to win the AFC right now. Uh, I won't say the AFC. I would say the AFC East because Buffalo can't uh, stop tripping on Take their, it out of their own way. No, like I don't know what happened to that thing because they looked like a juggernaut that they were going to run away and hide. But you know what? I guess old Billy B can. Boy knows how to coach. He's coaching them up and. You know, it's always been the thing. Like, is it is it uh, Brady or Belichick? And it appears it, it, it might be a bit of both. Bit of both. The, the perfect storm over the years of how they, they well, six or bowls, whatever it was, or five, I guess, in New England. Then Brady got the other one last year in Tampa Bay. But it, it just seems that the guy can coach and can put teams together. And and you got to think the staff that he has that supports him has got to be a, a bigger part of it. It's like a lot of times – the like the head coaches is the guy but in football the coach the, the head coach coaches the coaches and then the rest of it trickles down to, to the to the players i guess and the, the, the support staff it's so huge in football compared to other sports but uh, it all starts at the top with the roster construction and everything else you, you got you got to think that geez belichick if he gets in there again he's gonna do some damage to the playoffs no one like like could be the best game planner in, in, in NFL history. Like the way he draws up plans and, and different success. Like it, and it's, it's always such a, a frustrating being a fa- bit of a fantasy football guy. It's always frustrating having um, Patriots on your roster because dependent on, on the team, the defense that his team's going to be facing it might be now a run head. We're going to do a run heavy thing. We're going to do a lot of, uh, swing passers we're going to do a lot of uh like first uh run run pass options whereas other games and like so the slot or the tight end even gronk in his heyday in 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 new england would have some games with only one or two catches because over the years brady what didn't put up a lot of big numbers he wasn't known for the deep ball uh, on a consistent base a lot of dink and dunk kind of stuff and just moving the ball control ball control offense and everything else so it it, it's uh he put up some big numbers but it was run after the play kind of deal yeah like just total play construction right and downfield blocking and and getting everybody on the same page and 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 total buy-in and i think if you're ever going to play on a belichick team you got to buy in otherwise you're gone you move over to the west coast now dave the seattle seahawks they had their one super bowl should have had two except for they decided to throw the ball instead of passing that super bowl i think it was uh three four years ago Probably should have had the second one, but it's uh, when does ownership step in and, and say it's time to move on from Pete Carroll? It's time to move on from Russell uh, Wilson. 
uh, or, or one or the other or both. When is it time, like when you, you you win a championship and you have a guy that you're you're committed to and that what that won you your first championship and not that long ago, like when do you go? Yeah, thanks, but uh, thanks for the memories, but it's time to go. It's such a tough thing in the NFL. Like I've read more than one article and, and you can see it in, in, the, in the championships that have been won in the last 10, 15 years. The team's window is when they got a cheap quarterback, meaning in his first four years in the league. Um, Mahomes was on his entry-level deal. Um, uh, Russell Wilson was on his entry-level deal. Um, oh, so there, there's more out there. Once you start having to pay one player 25 to $30 million a year, that leaves a lot less money for, for difference makers on defense and secondary. And, and if you don't have a balanced offense, defense system going on, then you're kind of pooched and they're, they're showing it. And Kansas City seems to be fine. Excuse me, finding their legs now. Their defense starting to play a little bit better. I don't think it's yeah. all Mahomes. Their defense playing better for sure. Yeah, they're they're playing they're better. Nine points where it was to Dallas yesterday. So yeah, um, and 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 Dallas is a high scoring team, even though I do believe they're they're a product of their schedule. Um, I think Dallas is completely overrated. Um, Seattle had that that bonded defense, and then the last couple of years they were starting to outscore people because I think Russell Wilson is a difference maker at quarterback, but he's not happy there right now. And he made that known in the off season. Jeez, that's a bad look too, though. I agree. I you know, agree, that's a but, bad yeah. look. You know, when you're like, when these guys are, especially in the times we went through the last, you know, last year and a half with COVID and everything else and people losing their jobs, when you start complaining about your um, situation, your situation, it's a bit bad optics for for Joe fan who pays, pays the tickets and like, dude, you're pay, playing football. You're getting paid a lot of money and you're complaining about this. Go out and play. Yeah. It's bad optics. I, I understand it's a different way of life and we shouldn't compare and we can't compare what these guys make compared to what the average Joe makes, but keep that behind closed doors, man. I, I know things leak out, but there's some things like that's just bad optics on, on both, both sides, uh, management and player when that stuff gets out. Yes. One tries to get it out there to make the other look bad and they, and they get in front of it a little bit because they don't want to look like the bad guy to the, the, the paying public. Well, yeah, you know, and that's the thing that makes Brady a different player too, because he did it all the time in, uh, in new England, he took pay cuts to uh, free up money to sign other players. Um, famously that uh, his, he reached that year. He got the four game suspension for deflate gate. Yeah. He, uh, he restructured his contract. And then, like, uh, he was only getting paid. I want, I don't know this, but I want to say like eight million dollars that year, of his, of his, because uh, he had to sit out for for games. So he only, mm -hmm. he only sacrificed a million dollars, of 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 game checks. And then the next year, he was making twenty million again, which is quarterback money. Like, it's not the twenty five, it's not the thirty, but he was making between fifteen and twenty a year. Not well, twenty-five to thirty. When you and, can borrow your wife's bank card, and not worry about it. It's, it's not a bad thing either. Well, exactly. You know, <laughs> uh, five, but five million dollars. It, it helps a lot on the other side of the ball. It might make yeah. a difference for for that one more pass catching, that one more defense, the 
uh, deep threat, the, the offensive lineman, the life. There, there's, there's so many jobs and players. Like when we watch football, it's just the big boys up front and the skilled guys behind them. But there's so much minutia. There's so much knowledge and so much technique and talent at every single one of those guys. As a and fan it, base, so do you, do you do you care who's be like after your I don't know, you go eight and eight or nine and nine and eight now, I guess it, it, it is and everything else, the 17th game. And after you, you go nine and eight, you won a Super Bowl three years ago and Russell Wilson's leaving. Do you care? Do you go, okay, well, he won one for us and good enough. See you later. You gotta care, right? But there's no, as a fan, you like, hey, they sign our thanks to memories kind of deal. Well, is he like at the end of the day? If we can improve our team. Right. Like is, is Russell Wilson now a part of the problem or a part of the solution? And, and, and part of that question lies within Russell Wilson. What does he want to be here? Like, is he going to be pouty pants or is he going to say like, how do we fix this thing? Well, that's the thing, Dave, when like, it's, it's pretty simple, but once you check out if it once the and I, I'm not a pro athlete, obviously, but I know like just with my work, when I'm on a project or I'm somewhere and I've checked out, it, it's time to go. Like, cause I'm not going to help out, help, help things out. I'm going to do what I can, but the effort won't be there. Like I, I'm out, like I'm good. It's time to yeah. go. Yeah. Cause like, you know, bare minimum just doesn't cut it on the highest level. No. And, and, and that's what happens. And then you see that, like how the fuck does, uh, uh, Baltimore lose to Jacksonville. Was that who lost to Jacksonville last week? Yeah, I, yeah. And no, it was Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo lost Buffalo like lost two in a row now. Yeah, Jacksonville. Look at smoke yesterday by Indy. Oh, yeah. they got curb stomped by Indy, yeah. and and you know, I think that's you know, it, it, Cleveland's finding that out. Baltimore has found that out over the last couple of years. Uh, Buffalo's finding it out. Like you know, you can, and and the Rams are finding that out. You got to bring your A game every single week in this league, because if you just uh, if you're uh, just phoning it in one game, you're gonna look dumb. You can't go on a a five game losing streak like you can in baseball or hockey. Like hockey's pretty tough now too. You got some teams that are that are doing that and they're finding themselves on the outside looking in at American Thanksgiving, which is Thursday, and it's been proven over the years that if you're not in a playoff spot in American Thanksgiving NHL, you're uh, you ain't getting in one. And so, no. which is, which is crazy to, to me to think that, that 20, 25 games in, whatever they are, that NHL playoff spots are not a hundred percent guaranteed, but you're 80% not getting in. If you're not in a spot by, uh, by the end of next weekend. Yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous. Especially the, 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 the NHL, we can talk about the point rewarding system uh, for overtime uh, another time. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. You lose, you um, lose. Yeah, uh, well, what I, just uh, just my two bits. I think every game should be a three-point game. Just uh, uh, three points for a regulation win. Um, uh, overtime shootout win, two points, and the loser gets one. So none of this three-point game stuff. Like just reward reward a team for winning in in yeah. regulation, and then but but two points for a normal win, and two points for another win. But then the team you're playing also gets a point. So like you're not separating yourself like play for the win and 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 i think too many teams play for this tie and and they'll we'll just take a point because 
specifically the last 15 games when it's a race, how are you supposed to make up time when teams you run you run the games? Like you, you run, run out of the games, and especially when people are playing, the other teams are playing for that one point. Like when you when you're playing bullshit games after Valentine's Day, that makes for a pretty long season for fans, right? Because like we but, said before, it went, when you become a mathematician as a fan, your team screwed. Yeah, yeah. If this, then that, right? If you've you know, you got to bring the calculator out for the last 15, 20 games, you ain't making it. Yeah, we got a chance, but we need some help. We need a lot that of means help. You ain't making it. Yeah. No, you ain't making her. Anyways, uh, Dave, how was your how was your weekend, man? Like, I didn't talk. We were supposed to do a show. Got caught up with the with some other stuff with the family. Got kind of got kiboshed. But how was how was your weekend, man? Oh, my weekend was excellent. It was uh, a decent weather day with a really chilly wind. So I won't say it was that decent. Outdoor activities were kept to a minimum. Um, it was my mother's birthday on Saturday, so we had some family over, um, celebrated, had a nice night. I thought I was going to podcast with, uh, with, with a buddy of mine, but he backed out. <laughs> and so, which was good because then I got to shoot the family out. I, I, you, you let me know before supper started. Um, but I didn't tell anybody in the house that, uh, that I wasn't podcasting. So that, that gets people out of the house a little quicker too. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't uh, mind that. You had a night to yourself a little bit. Well, yeah, just the family. And so, yeah, uh, yeah we, we got to do some family things. And um, what did we do? Yeah, And yesterday was just busy. I had a cousin pop down. I, I was busy yesterday. Shit to do. God, <laughs> getting old with a family. Just got shit to do all the time. Well, it was a, it was a pretty big eye-opener for Deanne and I over the week. We usually just, uh, like, when I have days off, we just do whatever we got to do for within our, our own our, our own selves eh? but Jim had this McKinley had this then we went down to Mike's and and he he his his uh his extended family had hockey and things and just stuff right like everybody's busy at doing doing their thing but um we still found a found a way to go there was a log cabin in uh in Victoria had a really good time there but uh yeah anyways drank too much. the log cabin yeah like is that the like uh, it's called There's the Cavendish or like oh like the log cabin pub or the something cabin yeah it was a great spot really good Victor- spot victoria is a really cool town because it's so old and there's holes yeah. in the wall everywhere and it's 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 i really enjoy that uh yeah there was music bingo yeah, it was fun yeah really good time yeah, yeah. victoria's a good city i enjoy yeah. that city lots of beer a lot of beer anyways 14 speaking of beer the 1420 podcast four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more 1420 Sports Podcast. We are everywhere you get your, sport, your, your podcast, not just sports podcast, but your podcast. We, uh, no matter where we are, make sure you guys subscribe and talk to people about the show. Helps us get onto the ratings and everything else and, and gets more exposure for the show. So wherever you guys uh, get podcasts, make sure you subscribe to the 1420 Podcast. It's spelled out 1420. If you're listening to us, you probably already know that, but make sure you talk to people about the show. Anyways, Dave, uh, Major League Baseball, they're coming down to D-Day with um, the end of the collective bargaining agreement on December 1, which is a week away, uh, 10 days, whatever it is. Uh, sounds like it's Armageddon, that the owners and players can't get along. They're, 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 they're battling about uh, cost. They're cost uh, about uh, revenue revenue discrepancy, Who who's getting a, a bigger cut of the pie. I I think they're both a, a pair of, a bunch of idiots, personally. You, you watched last week, you had... Noah Syndergaard, who hasn't thrown, I think, three pitches in two years. Ver Leonard hasn't pitched for two years. And they both got one-year deals in, in, in the $20 million range. 
just after Tommy John surgery. Then you had the, the Jays signing uh, Jose Barreos, seven years at $131 million. So the money's still there, Dave. So what's the problem? I think the problem is, is it's a superstar mentality. And the superstars want to get paid. And everybody wants to eventually become a superstar and make superstar money. So there's they're going to acquiesce to the wishes of and follow the big money players because they everybody sees themselves as being that player. And you know what? If I get just, you know, one more uh, dying quail, one more ground ball with eyes a week, and then all of a sudden I'm not, a 285 anymore now i'm at 300 and now i can sign that eight year you know 40 million dollars or whatever yeah 15 million dollar 10 million dollar contract and like so i think that's the problem with with any kind of um pro athlete pro sports league uh labor labor stoppage every player in the league sees themselves as potentially making that max dollar yeah and then so they want to listen to the max dollar players as opposed to something that's good for the game and good for all the players as as i'm not saying i'm not saying salary cap i'm not saying max contracts but i'm just saying i guess i am saying i i I think there should be like a lid on contracts in, in in if the players are going to do what's best for the players because as opposed to like saying you can't pay a guy more than 25 million dollars a year and that's going to free up a shit ton of money for everybody for, else for everybody else for 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 the the ham I, and eggs, i have right? no i have no problem with the cap I have no problem with a salary cap and, and, and not the bullshit one they have in baseball, where if you go over, you got to pay a luxury tax and everything else. I have no problem with a cap. I also have no problem with a, with the floor. I think baseball needs both. I really, really, I, I, I 100% do. I, I don't think that it's right that the, the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Dodgers and whoever else you want to lump into that thing can go out and spend $200 million. It doesn't guarantee success it, and it hasn't. But it don't hurt. It don't hurt. Yeah. And I I also believe there needs to be a floor because there's a lot of teams that make, that just have teams. There's owners who have teams that can just hit the the floor and have a team. But you know what? They're getting revenue sharing because every hat that the Yankees sell doesn't go in Steinbrenner's pocket. It goes into a pool that ends up revenue sharing. And I I, I don't think that that's right. I also don't think that the... uh, an employee, which what what a player is, should, yes, they're the reason why we watch the games, but an employee should not be dictating how much they make. Until you own the fucking company, you don't make that decision, kid. And if, I, I know it's collective bargaining agreement, I know there's unions or, or, or whatever, whatever they, association where they call themselves, but if the owners don't want to pay it, then go play somewhere else. Go to Japan. Go to a different league. If, if we're not paying this, we're not paying it. Which is, which is, which, uh, which I completely agree that, which is fine. Like, you know, like everybody, these, it's, it's a personal services contract. We're paying you like it's no different than an electrician or a plumber, right? We're paying you. We to, have this much money. That's all we're going to pay you. Yep. 
And then, well, I don't want it. I want more. No. Good luck to you, sir. And that's all you got to say. And that's what they do say. Yeah. You know, and they should, and, you know, the owners should say it more, I think. It's like, well, then good day, sir. As opposed to doing these ridiculous contracts. So, you know, maybe, maybe I would, what I would like to see is any player over 28 can't sign a deal more than five years. 100%. You know, like put a cap on that because it's ridiculous. Like me as, as an owner, I would never, ever sign any pitcher for longer than five years. Because every because one of them gets hurt. Every, every single one of, one of them. Which, which, which doesn't mean they might get hurt or they will get hurt, but it, it, it comes. It's, it's coming. Like, like it just seems that they came, do. Yeah. Like, like the, the David Price with the Blue Jays. Like, he, like he's making – I think $27 million a year for mop up duty now or something like that. Like it's, and he probably still the has Dodgers, four yeah. or five years. Yeah. And then, and a player like Albert Pujols, like Anaheim says, okay, here's your 25 million beat it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're paying you to play for somebody else or, or like, you know, five years and then five years at this number. And then, We'll pay you five years at $20 million and then with a club option at $35 million for one more year. Because if you if you've proven your worth and, and I'm done it, like and and we want you to succeed. We want you to be a good player for our, our franchise. We're not cheering against you, but the the history has shown that you're you're one game away from being washed up. And that's just the cruel mm-hmm. reality of sports, especially with pitchers. Like one day that one day there's no bullets in the gun. Nolan Ryan, it didn't happen to him until he reached 44. But uh, Tim Lincecum happened to him at 29. It, it, it's 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 just the simple cruel facts of the game, especially now um, with this analytical approach to pitching and and the starters and the middle relief. Just throw hard, kid. Just throw hard, just throw hard strikes. And then you know what? You're making league minimum. If you, if either you make it and we'll talk in five years or you'll be out of the league in five years. You're out of the league and your arm goes dead anyways. You get Tommy John. We don't care. Thanks, Kenny Powers. Yeah. I, I just, I just find it all. I, I, it's, I mean, we try not to talk about the money thing on, on the, on the podcast. Cause it's, it's, it's so out of our realm of knowledge that that amount of money, what it even means. But just when they get these labor things, at the end of the day, the person that gets hurt is the fan. And if I can't watch baseball come February and March and spring training's supposed to be going, I'm going to be pissed off because the owners are making a lot and the players are making a lot. And you're making more than you ever would have thought playing the freaking game, right? And so I, I just hate it that every it happened in hockey for back in what's 2014, the last labor strike it was, or late labor stoppage, I get thought a strike. I quit watching it and it hasn't, and I haven't got grass back yet. Like I, I didn't watch for a year and, and that's that that's on me. Cause I can be a stubborn pig, uh, pig headed prick. I get it, but I haven't been drawn back in because if something goes away for a year, I, I find something else to do. You know, and I do disagree a little bit on um, the players. I think the players themselves, because it, it always turns into eventually the fans get pissed at the players. You're making millions for playing a game. You're making millions. You know, I'm getting pissed at the billionaire owners 
who are nickel and diming for a little bit more money because you know that's just what they do. That's, so, just that's why they're they billionaires. Do. That's how yeah, that's, that's why they're billionaires. That, exactly, right? But then you have franchises that don't even try, like Chesterfield just takes a dump all over that Martin's logo every day. He has no business running a team. Clearly. Yeah. No, he doesn't. But they wanted the name. Uh, a team like Tampa Bay, who puts together such a quality product every single friggin' year. Actually, have, let's, let's talk about that. Go Keep going. But yeah. And, and they have 6,000 fans. Like, you know, prove you've proven your worth as a management team, but you haven't proven your worth as a fan base. And, you know, so let's maybe talk about moving that. As successful as they are on the field, if you can't get asses in the seats, then maybe you don't deserve a franchise anymore. Speaking of Tampa, Dave, Kevin Cash won the manager of the league for the American League, and I think that's the biggest hoax that put on, uh, on that award. I don't know who's won it in the past, and I don't really care for that matter. Um, you show me a good, t- a good manager, I'll show you a, a guy uh, who can hit 300, and you got a bunch of them on your team. It helps, but... Kevin Cash, they brag about the analytics, analytics team in, in Tampa, how good those guys are and the amount of money they spend on analytics and everything else, and they have a script. Is Cash a good manager that he just felt followed a script that the nerds gave him? Or is he just, yeah, or is he just the mouthpiece, right? Did, did Kevin is Cash... It, is, it, is it more of a group effort, or is it the Kevin Cash show? Did Kevin Cash assemble the analytic team or did the analytic team suggest hiring Kevin Nash? They said Kevin Cash will do it because he's a yes man who wants a job. Yeah. And why not? He sat in an interview with us and he answered all the questions right in the little questionnaire. He ticked all the boxes correct. He He understood what we were talking about. So we're trying to get, so here's our payroll. Here's how we're going to use our pitching. Kevin Cash cost the Tampa Bay, or the, the nerds cost the Tampa Bay Rays a World Series a couple of years ago by pulling Blake Snell in the fifth inning of, the, of game seven, I think it was. So, whatever. It, I, I think it was quite funny when Kevin Cash was named the manager of the, the year when I'm like, he doesn't manage the game. He has a script he follows. Right. Like, like what, what, what is he doing? Like, like, I guess player management and keeping – and keeping the clubhouse, um, the the emotion not too high, not too low, reminding players of the rules. Like being the just, Ted Lasso of the dressing room. Being, yeah, well, no, he's, <laughs> I, yeah, maybe he is walking around saying believe and what have you. But like it, uh, it, it would be a job, like we've said before, if you're going to become a professional athlete, you're, you're the best at this sport and you've been the best at it since you've been 10 years old yeah and, and now you're 25 but now you're surrounded by a lot of el- other alphas and there's going to be egos to manage and and you have to remind players and 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 cajole them and figure out off days and figure out team unity and shit like that i i think it's more now not in-game management it's off the field management that that a position like him might be very valuable to the team's success. Well, that that was one of the things that made uh, Joe Torre so successful back in the day uh, with the Yankees when they were winning World Series after World Series was he was he had how many guys to get first get in the lineup so they weren't all pissed off when it came to playoff time when, when they needed that bat and managing all those guys who were making a lot of money back in the day and then also having the the young guys coming in the core four guys that. 
that's one thing that Tory was really good at. Yeah, he, and I don't know if he won any manager of the year's awards or anything like that, but that's one thing that he was good at was managing the bodies that were given to him. And, yeah, and, he, that, and, that, think, and that means a lot. I think Eagle management and a professional, especially a successful sports uh, sports franchise uh, in a big market like uh, like the Yankees, like the Dodgers, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Boston, like I, th- I think it, it I think it takes a lot of work and a certain amount of panache um, to be able to keep team unity because you know you got some corn fed mules from Nebraska, you got some guys from Venezuela, you got a Cuban or two, and you might have a Canadian on that team. Yeah. all from totally 100% different walks of life, speaking literally different languages in the locker room. And who and, all think they're the best. Yeah, and you got to get them in that boat and pulling on the oar at the same time. And if you figure it out, you figure it out. Like, do you think a, a guy can go in, not, nowadays not so much, because now now you got parents phoning managers and stuff in hockey and everything else and phoning the owners in there. But do you think back in the day, and not that long ago, like in our lifetime, do you think that it, the manager or the coach or general manager would find it like just get fed up and like listen i'm the boss shut the fuck up back in I'm, the day like 20 30 years ago oh i don't even think it came to that he goes grab some fucking pine you're, you're on not the playing yeah you, you need bench. me no we don't watch yeah yeah if, if you if you're not gonna hustle out if it, it, like if you're not gonna run out a, a grounder to first if you're not gonna hustle on and off the field like you know a bunch of lollygaggers you lollygagger you know what that makes clarence <laughs> lollygaggers yeah i i just is you hate to be the old guy on the porch and get off my long guy day but it is like obviously the athletes are bigger faster stronger now maybe not bigger but faster and stronger um skill levels probably higher but is the product better And when we say the product, NFL guy, like with the pass, uh, the the, the roughing the passer penalties and the rules are there to protect the players. It's it's brought the game down a lot because they were talking about yesterday how the Dallas Cowboys how they they take a beating. Aiken was getting getting beat up all the time, but they were making plays and the playmakers that they had, and, and how the game was more physical. And I think the NFL game sport game was better. 20 years ago i think the baseball was better 20 years ago i don't know if hockey was better 20 years ago because of the goonery and shenanigans that was going on but and basketball was probably better because it wasn't just a a, a three-point contest i don't know if in general sports are better now than they are uh, now than they were 20 years ago like you said the, the scale level is is much higher I will say... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. 
Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. The athleticism and, and the highlights. I will say football is as watchable as it ever was. It's still the number one sport. It's, it's the only sport I love to watch. I'll watch anyone play. I'll watch anyone play NFL football. Um, I, I can't say the same for any other professional sports. Um, you know, if golf is on, I'll watch that. If if a hockey game is on, if a baseball game is on, I watch that. But that's not destination viewing for me anymore. Um, I think football is the only uh, professional sport where you can watch and not be a fan of the team on the screen, which is every other sport. I think you have to be a fan of the team on the screen. So to that point, it, it, it just depends where you're the, like the skill that I see in hockey right now. It's, it's so much surpassed as what was, what was out there 15, 20 years ago. And I think because God, we've talked about this too many times in, in, in every professional sport, the monkeying of the rules and officiating of this of these games with these superior athletes have, has become too hard, and 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 I find myself becoming frustrated at officiating more than anything else. And that and that I'm still going to watch, but but that pisses me off more than the watchability of the product on the field. That Dave, you talked about a little bit before the show started. You got the officiating, which is the rules fiascos that, uh, and the way they've changed the game. With like we, I mentioned the roughing the passer thing, with the instant replay where they're getting the calls right, where or they're not getting the calls right after after replay review. But also, Dave, we talked about a little bit technology in sports and how you got guys who are shooting the puck 120 miles an hour because they're graphite sticks or whatever we want to call it, and you got the. Uh, you got the guys upstairs how they're breaking down video uh non-stop and the, the analytics guys and the tech like just the basic technology that's being used and you, you you look on the sidelines or on a in a in a in a bench uh you don't have the guy with the uh the whiteboard anymore with his erasable ink you got ipads that are showing guys where to stand what to do everything else the technology in sports and then we also talk uh we'll talk about golf in a second but it, it just seems like the technology is is making robots out of these guys and the creativity so isn't so much there do this you'll be successful do this you'll be successful when you're you have a two one count the pitch is going to throw this or when you have a two one count on this batter throw this there, there's very little creativity anymore because it's so technologically based that's an excellent excellent point like specifically in in baseball and uh and football like maybe during game, use technology all you want. Use all your Microsoft uh, tablets or edges, whatever the fuck they have on the sidelines. Um, Apple costumes don't use those. Uh, no, no. Well, I think well, I think <laughs> I think Microsoft's paying enough uh, money, so uh, they they show their uh, product on the sidelines while they're using them. No, all the updates no, no you got to get with Apple. You don't know what you're using anymore. I don't know. But yeah, exactly. But you no, know, like <laughs> like during the game. No, you can't show video. Like it's, it's like Wi-Fi is dead. This is now a Wi-Fi dead zone. The whole upstairs, you can't, you can't use video to show your players. 
you have to use the whiteboard. You have to use it the takes it, it takes a, a lot out of the coaches. Like a coach, are, are they is like is is he as, as good as Lombardi? Because he well, had to it, just watch it. It's it's obviously a hundred years different. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like do this next time, and like and like you like forcing the player to visualize what exactly has to happen on the field, showing them exactly what happened on the field. Like like uh, like, are you are you as a player now understanding? You, it, it's. You know, that might be a thing in, in, in football to say, like, no, you're, you're not allowed to use tablets anymore. You're not allowed to to do this anymore. Like, could you imagine coaching? Like, like well, I guess headsets have been around for as long as I can remember because I get that, how the guy upstairs can see more. I see get the, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I you don't, you don't sit in the front row of movie theater. You sit in the back row because you see the whole thing. Right? right, exactly. You have more perspective. Um, It's... You it's and I, a thing. It's not like, a strong I, like, suit for you and I perspective, but anyways. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, that, like, and you mentioned hockey, too. Like, it's these players are shooting the puck and skating so fast. Like, maybe let's cap technology just, just for five years and say no more advancements in sticks, no more advancements, because the, I, I, I think – I think in hockey and I, and I know in basketball, in basketball, the, the, the players, the, the size and athleticism and speed have outgrown the dimensions of the sport. That, 100%. that court and rim was developed for. Well, it was created for, uh, by a white guy in Canada back in whatever year. We're not, in yeah, 1885, not getting racist. Right. Like, but, uh, exa- yeah, James Naismith graded for a bunch of, maybe five foot eight white guys in the the YMCA. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's who drew up the rules for the modern game of basketball for, for the game of basketball. And, and, and these players have clearly outgrown any possible. Dave, just in our lifetime, how much they moved the three point line back. Right. It was the three point line in the, in the early seventies. In the and then they brought one in and now they, they keep moving it back further and further and Steph Curry's still hitting shots with his eyes closed. And you know and you have the, you have six foot seven point guards and 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 seven footers that can put the ball on the floor. It's yeah. that's that these are athletes whose whose talent level and athleticism are far superior to anything anyone ever imagined even thirty years ago, let alone. Talk about technology and sport, Dave. One that I think should be capped, and it should have been capped a a number of years ago. I know we'll get some pushback, some friends of ours who might or might not listen to the show, but um, instead of making golf courses 9 billion yards long, why not just say, okay, the ball has to be this. The club face, yes, they have done some changes because there were some club faces that were just a piece of rubber. There was this slingshot and the ball out there. But Putting a cap on a golf course, I don't think it's a bad thing. You got guys bombing at 400 and 450 yards. That DeChambeau has, hits the ball, so, but he has a scientific thing and all kinds of crazy shit. But I putting a bit of a limit on the technology in golf, I think that's a must because you got guys out playing golf courses now. I I, I agree with that as well. Like, so now, like, to even I know they are making some strides. I get it, but they need to do more. But like you like to be competitive on the tour right now, you have to hit it 285, 300 into like and they and they are. 
But if you can't do that off the tee, then you're fucked, right? And 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 put limits on the how far the three thirty, three fifty, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But it, it it's ridiculous of, and then, so now you're just you're turning golf into a home run hitter thing, right? It's either a strikeout or a miss because now, you know, so you miss a little bit and you can still wedge it onto the green and maybe not a, and, and still get your par punish. The fact that you have to hit it that hard to even have a chance to, to be competitive. Does it, it puts too much, I think it puts too much emphasis on one aspect of the game. Um, you know, it takes away the short game. It takes away the putting. I think, I think the long, well, you know, in the long balls, like uh, that commercial, that Glavin and, and uh, Maddox. Chicks dig the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball, right? 1996, 97-ish around there, yeah. Right, it's the same with golf. Everyone wants to see someone hit it a million miles. But then the and, thing is, the thing is that back I, not that many years ago, PGA Tour guys were getting butt hurt. The U.S. Open, the rough was too long. Well, don't hit in the rough then, man. If you're such a good golfer, put it in the fairway. You don't need to bomb it 380 yards. Put it in the fairway. Hit a longer iron instead. Like I don't. Well, they're making they're making us look bad. No, that's what golf is. It's supposed to be a humbling experience because you know what? The rest of us go out there on a daily basis and suck at it. You, yeah. can go for, you can go for four days and not shoot 25 under. And that's why the U.S. Open is always kind of a pleasure to watch because someone wins that tournament at, at two four under. Par. Yeah. yeah, because it is so hard because the greens are so narrow and because they punish you if you miss, miss the if green. You miss, if, if you don't hit it where you're supposed to, then don't. I know I can't drive the ball 300 yards, so I have to play different way i like me brent redlitz cast played the game differently i don't think it's too much to ask the prof- a professional golfer to play to the golf course not to play to his clubs 100 percent. like you know when i when i have my when i have a lazy sunday and and uh take little uh golf naps on the couch with that thing i'm i'm far more apt to to stay tuned into the golf if it's if the scores are under um, you know, between minus 10 and, and, and five under. But when I see like 18, 19 under, it's just like, oh, geez, they're just eating this course up. It doesn't, it's not fun. It's like video game golf. And, and I remember Tiger Woods golf like that. Yeah. All right. Playing the video games when I actually had time to play video games. And, <laughs> and... No, it's just, I, I, there, I think that there needs to be a slowdown technology uh, it's it's old man get off my porch kind of thing, but I I really do. It's it's changed the game on a I don't think a a positive way. You got kids that are shooting the puck that they shouldn't be shooting the puck that hard, and it's get into another show. But I I think technology has hurt the game a little bit. I think it's hurt the thinking the thinking part of the game a little bit. I think it's taken a lot of out of in in, in all sports that. If you just with the te- you just do this stand here because we're seeing the big picture all the time that it just takes it away from it. And never mind at the amateur level now where you got to outfit fourteen year old kids with uh, three hundred dollars sticks and and a thousand dollars. Well, like for oh, a stick, right? Yeah. You know, and, and same with a set of clubs. Like you know, you got 
you got your four hundred dollar driver, and then you got your eight hundred dollar set of irons, and now that they grow out of in a week. That 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 that's going to be they're they're too short, too small for the kid the next year. Well, there was heaven, uh, heaven for break. Heaven forbid you break a stick, right? Well, here's your wood one. There was a kid this week at uh, to my uh, brother's uh, stepson's hockey. He was giving his dad shit because his dad put the wrong blades on his skates. I just had blades on my skates, man. Like they weren't replaceable. I had skates and they had blades. They had blades. There wasn't new blades for my skates. So, and I, I did pretty well. So um, maybe it's time for parents. And the thing is, is these parents, they need to take, take a step back as well and go, Hey, it's uh, we've talked about it before. It's, it's our parents who are our people are our age who are, who are doing it, which is, it's strange to me. We'll talk about it on another 1420 podcast. Anyways, the 1420 podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Early last week, uh, Carlos Correa, the chief bad guy, formerly of the, I guess he's still part of the Houston Astros organization, part of the 2017 scandal that uh, rocked the baseball world. Uh, he made some disparaging comments to or comments about Derek Chesterfield Jeter. Uh, we call him Chesterfield here on the 1420 podcast. I'm not exactly sure why, because it's middle name Sanderson, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Dave came up with that name a while ago. But uh, basically saying that, uh, and I haven't seen the interview, but Korea said, I've just read uh, excerpts here and there on Twitter and everything else, but basically saying, Korea was saying that Jeter didn't deserve any of the five gold gloves that he got, saying he was an overrated shortstop, which I has been has been heard that uh, Jeter's defense wasn't great. I thought he was an above average shortstop, and that's just not my fandom talking. He could hit like nobody else. He was a good, a great, great leader on the team. Yeah, he was an above average shortstop. Whether he was a gold glover or not, he won five. Someone gave him to him. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. Um, Dave, and then Jeter responded yesterday or Saturday. Well, it doesn't matter what day it was saying he is uh, not too caught up on his uh, his Spanish, not that good, doesn't know why Jeter's name would even come up on it. Uh, Dave, what do you think, why would Carlos Correa be making comments about a legendary player, which Jeter is, uh, to a team, to a, to a legend, about a legend, to a team that might be courting him to go and play for them uh, in the Bronx because the, the Yankees are, are, are in need of a shortstop and the and there is rumors out that he might be going. What do you think Correa's end game is there to be saying stuff about a legend like Jeter? And is that just his way of saying, I don't want to go to the Bronx and please don't pick me up? Well, breaking it down from, first of all, like his comments, I can kind of see what he's saying because, you know, Jeter at his peak did never have a ton of range, right? So uh, a shortstop with a ton of range gets more errors because, you know, you actually make... You get to balls you shouldn't. You get to balls you shouldn't and now have an error and throw the first and now it's like, and now it's your error, um, which is a bit of an unfair, but like, you know, how do you, how do you score the game? So I, I, I think Jeter's lack of range enabled him to win more gold gloves than he should have. I, 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 I think that is, that's my opinion and I'm going to stick with it. I think five gold gloves is a little bit high for, uh, set, uh, for Chesterfield because he just, 
He didn't have the range. Um, his bat and his leadership got got him to the, the man he the the player he was. His his defense was obviously wasn't. He was above he was above average shortstop, not a yeah not a, so he's not a, Omar Vizquel. Yeah, or Ozzy Smith. Right? Ozzie he's, Smith. he's not. He's yeah. He's not in the same league as Ozzy Smith. Yeah. As far as uh, why he would take a shot at uh, Jeter, like when you're taking a shot at Jeter, um, when you're coming up on free agency, I think you are taking a shot at the Yankees and saying to the Yankees, "I don't want to play for you because I think your icon is overrated." Um. So Boston, if, if if you're taking wanna... off him the most money, why would you? I mean, but, Yankee fan base all up in our arms. We can't say nothing about the captain, but by by April second, he hits a big home run. No one's going to care what he said. If he if he's playing, right. For me, right? Yeah, yeah, he's not going to have a lot of rope, right? Like you got you got to perform all the time. Like yeah. look at look at how quickly they just depending on what week if they're if they're cheering for Stanton or not, right? Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I, I think he's saying, you know, like like even the, the thing that we say all the time. So now as opposed to signing a, a $200 contract, $200 million contract with the Yankees, he's going to sign a 185 with Boston. Because like, like someone of his, of someone's his going to pay him. Yeah, someone of his talent and services. But when we say somebody, it's going to be the Astros, the Dodgers, the Bo Sox, the Yankees. Well, he pretty much said goodbye to the Astros after their after their World Series after the playoff loss. He said, "I'm this is probably it," which is strange to me. But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe he wants to get away and 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 try and. Um, and uh, rinse the cheat off him. Like I don't, I don't know either. I don't know why he. I don't think he does. That guy's kind of a prick. Oh, you. He bet. comes across as a prick. Just, I think he. I think he likes that. I'm. We got one screwed. Like he. He comes across as. Yeah. He kind of relishes the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, and he's a hell of a player. God, he's so good. He is so good. He's good. He's so good in the field. He's so good on the bat. He's clutch. He's a player that everybody wants. Yeah. But by by maybe well, I know you can't go to the Yan- uh, the the Mets because they already got their shortstop locked up, yeah. right? So who do you For a like, lot of money? You, yeah. Who do you go to? Like it's it's to someone that's gonna uh, like like what I, I would imagine he's gonna demand a thirty five. Yeah. Like it's 
it's a $200 million contract for sure for six to eight years. And he's, I think he's only 28 years old. So he wants this to be his big one. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know who else can, can sign him. So it, it, it is, it is odd. And you know what? If you're sick and tired of Yankee come uh, chomping on your ass and I don't, I just keep your yap shut, man. Ah, but we always want players to, to, to tell us what's on their mind. Yeah, I guess. And, and when someone does, and even if it is um, uh, a little bit out of step or his spoken words, it's always a little bit entertaining. And, you know, I don't mind someone taking a shot at Chesterfield either. Every once in a while, sometimes gotta get a little bit grounded. I don't think Jeter cares a whole that much, but uh, I'm sure it might have been him a little bit. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? The fuck, I gotta talk about this. I gotta get out of my silk sheets and my silk jammies and put on my slippers to talk about this motherfucker. I haven't played in seven years, and this guy's talking like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, did did his wife? Did he just come across his wife's gift basket? (laughs) There you go, Dave. You had a a topic for us to talk about. You had some kind of a a spot, uh, a segment per se that you wanted to get on. Uh, fill yeah. me in what you got going on here, and let me grab a beer. And you, you tell me the rules and everything else. Got the the, the wireless headphones plugged in, but might need another beverage for this one. Well, you know, it's 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 one of these like it's it's it's, it's a bit of a think piece I have going on, it. and and think piece. And my it, brain I, turned off for five days, but yeah. oh no, it'll be an emotional <laughs> conversation, which is always, which which always makes for the best. We we all know how basketball players do their thing, right? Forming the super teams, like it, it started with LeBron in Miami, and then LeBron That's a long in, time ago now, eh? Yeah, then LeBron in in Cleveland, and then LeBron in in LA now the guys in, in Brooklyn and, on and, and Kevin on and on. Kevin Durant 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 and that's the French and, version yeah Durant in uh in Golden State and then Durant trying to do the thing in Brooklyn so just with that now as the background in hockey does it bother you that the Stanley Cup hasn't been north of the border in 30 odd years no is it uh, so when 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 like there I, I do agree I don't cheer for a team just because it's Canada's team like you know when if the Leafs are the only one left in the Stanley Cup playoffs I do not cheer for the Leafs like I won't cheer for the Flames but let's I'm pretend, cheer for them but I'm not cheering against them let's pretend like now this is all fictional and like of course it's podcast speculation happen. love it thanks right. Sidney Crosby, instead of going to Pittsburgh uh, to finish off, because he's got to be, what, like maybe three, four years left? I don't know. Well, I was talking about this with uh, somebody the other night. and I was, Yeah, three, four years. He's had a rough goal. I was talking with Jim about it. He's had enough injuries. He's back. Um, everything, yeah. Concussions. He's the at whole, the, the end. Bit. He's at, Ovi will outlast Crosby, for sure. Yeah. So let's say in the offseason this year, and and Taves is is pretty much like he's he's pretty close to yep. to the end. Drew Doughty is kind of getting he's probably mid. They say they're and at Doughty, a golf the thing about Doughty is he never really t- uh, treated his body like a temple, right? Right. So, so he so, let, so let's say all these boys are at a golf tournament, and uh, and McDavid's there and. Um, Carrie Price is there, and they all say, 
hey guys, like we only got like three, four years left. Yeah. McDavid has the most, and like it's Edmonton, but it could be any team. Pretending, let's pretend. Well, it'll McDavid be Edmonton because McDavid's not leaving them. Right. Let's go to Edmonton and bring a cup back to Canada. Would they be legends for life? I think it would be the biggest. Uh, all of us are making like you're like so you're a free agent you're a free agent you're a free agent we're We've all, all made enough money yeah we're all going to make a million dollars a year and let's bring this let's get this cup back north of the border i think it's a brilliant idea i think they would be legends for life they would be talking they would, they talk would about be that legends they would be legends ever. in canada for from coast to coast one for being quasi-patriotic yeah, and then for pull and pulling the biggest dick move in hockey history, and because Canada kind of likes that a little bit, like oh fuck, that's awesome. They'd be bar because they'd be bar they'd be podcast heroes talked about in every bar stool across the country. I, I think it would be a brilliant, brilliant move by if you can get six or seven of those guys together. The problem is you still got to beat Tampa. Well, you don't matter. Just, yeah, but what? just just those guys you that you that you. Uh, you spoke of, and we haven't got to the, the brass tacks. Do they all have to be Canadian citizens? Well, you know, like obviously you're going to like dry settle as a German, right? We're not going to yeah. kick people okay, off. We're not, we're not kicking him off the team, but are you bringing in uh, Kucherov? No, no. It has to be. It has to be Canadian driven, and like all so the. So people- you're bringing a bunch of Canadians to it to a team that's already constructed. So if there's any yeah. foreign players that are already on the Edmonton Oilers, they can stay. Yes, and then you know if you want to be a foreign player and get in on it, league minimum. I think that'd be a great move by by those guys to do something like that. I mean, it's never going to happen, obviously. I obviously. should say never because we talked about that a long time ago, Dave. That why it doesn't happen, like it, because these guys are making good dough now. Couldn't they get together and go? Fuck, man, I, we're not winning here. Like Tavares. Like, why not go give it a chance to win over here? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad. Like we're not and winning then, in like LA is not winning. We, we actually, we'll do that next week. Dave, we'll go through the, after American Thanksgiving, we'll go through the NHL list and say teams are out of the playoffs and say, okay, they're, they're out, they're out, they're out, they're out, they're out. Could, could a team say, okay, if you keep my pickup, I, could a player or an agent, could a bunch of agents get together and say, all right, you're trading my guy to here. You're taking half his salary. They'll take half his salary. Da 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 da. Because players do that already. Oh yeah, and, he, and they do it a lot. Cap managers. A lot oh yeah, know. you bet. Like you wonder if that could happen even this year because there's teams that are out, and Edmonton is playing some video game hockey right now, and they man they look good against. Uh, I mean Chicago is shitty, but they were we're, we're going to score here, there, and everywhere, and McDavid's good, and Dry Settle's even better right now, and you can see that happening. Like you wonder if there's some boys maybe conspiring to do that right now. Like just like good, a good Canadian contingent. Like it's just like Canadians. Just have a convoy like this, going because they don't yeah. got to worry about going outside like they like Gretzky and the boys used to years ago. They don't have to worry about starting their cars because they all got underground base like parking. Blah blah blah. They have private jets and everything else. Cats cats will dr- drill them a fucking tunnel. Yes. Like he doesn't care. Well, the richest guys in a, Canada. Yeah. He doesn't care. Exactly. He don't care. This would, I think this would be like, it would be the most talked about. It would be a legendary team Mm -hmm. and North of the border. Anyone that played on that team 
wouldn't even have to look at their wallet again. The party, they, they, they'd be naming schools after all those guys right across Canada. Oh, you know, it'd be like the the, the Christmas train that goes coast to coast in Canada, but like yeah. with now the party this, that right? would occur that because you'd have a bunch of guys from every province across the country. You got to make sure you have a Saski in there. Yeah. I don't know which one you, you would get. I can't, I can't think of it. I'm not the depleting Saski right now, but you got to have a Saski in there to make it, make it official. Right. You, you already have a guy from BC with Nuge. You got, uh, you got McDavid from uh, Ontario. Ontario. You'd throw in. Uh, well, uh, is, well uh, no, Taze is from Manitoba. Crosby's Manitoba. from the coast. You, you, we got to get a Quebecer in there. I'll carry, oh, we'll Price. I'll carry prices from BC. So price from BC. We'll figure it all out, Dave. But I think that's a that'd be a brilliant idea. And I I I can't see it not. I can't see it not happening. I mean, there's a eight percent chance of it happening because these boys have a lot of money already. And yeah. why not? Why and not? Expi- uh, expiring deals and just say like, hey, this is where I'm going. And like, especially because Dowdy, like you said, Dowdy already has one. Crosby has one, Taves has three, blah, da, 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 and on and on. Dowdy and Crosby, Dowdy has two. Crosby, Dowdy I think, has, has two or Crosby three. Crosby has three. Crosby has three. Yeah. yeah. 11, like, 15, 16, or 16, 17, whatever it was. But yeah. uh, we already have them. So let's yeah. go win one. Let's go win one with the best player ever. Yeah. Let's, get let's bring, one. let's get him one and let's yeah. do it north of the border and let's make and this just our have team. a time. And have a time, and you know that summer after that cup would be oh. epic. Yeah, Lake Okanagan and Lake Muskoka, and right across the country, whatever lakes are they're going going across the, this country, would be a, a really good time. We talked about uh, Stanley Cup parties that we'd have on our own, but these guys would have because uh, they got they got a lot of dough. These boys, and they would have a uh, they, they would uh, make it well worth their while. It'd be, televised but make sure your phones are put away boys because we don't want to see the uh the aftermath that might might ensue it would be the easiest cup trip to plan right like it would be like from yeah. we're we're going from victoria to glace bay or wherever in halifax like we're going yeah. coast to coast and then everybody else in the states or russians or swedes whoever you are dry cell obviously you get a week with it in 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 germany yeah. but but let's let's I don't I think must, that I don't think that's a that's a, a too far from actually happening. It's not like it's hypothetical, obviously, and there's salary cap implications. But I don't think that that would be it'd be a hard thing to do, but not an impossible thing to do. And I and I'm 100 with you. Like like when the playoffs are on, I never cheer for the Canadian team because they're Canadian. But if a group of Canadian players said we're getting this cup back North. Yeah. We're getting this cup up here and we're going to make a point of having a test, a Canada Stanley cup party. And you know, if you want to, if you want to hate, hate, but this is what we're going to do. And if they you, follow you think through, how big the party win. is when Canada wins a gold medal. Oh yeah. And that's, and that's only a 10 day tournament when you're following something for some people, their entire lives. Yes. Their entire lives and don't get one. Oof. like how many be like so like you know like our parents age and, and what have you right it, it's Deanne's, been, Deanne's it's been, dad's a, a Leafs guy and he and saw it, one in 67 or whatever it was right 
Well, like, yeah, so one, but then like the last team to win the cup um, is are the Habs, and that was 93. 93. We're talking a long time. A long we're ta- time. We're talking 30 years. And like, so like the, yeah. they put that plan, and like, Sid, if you're listening right now, which you probably are because you can get us anywhere. Like, I, I, I can't imagine you not listening to <laughs> I us. I can't imagine why those guys wouldn't listen to the 1420 podcast, but. Exactly. But if you're listening, here's the thing. In uh, in 2023, let's get that cup. I don't care what team. I honestly, I, I promise you, if you go to the Leafs and make this happen with the Leafs, I'll cheer for you. Yeah, I, I would like it. it. But I will cheer for you, if you Dave. We gotta happen. we gotta write a letter and find out a way to make this happen. That we'll figure something out how to how to hashtag this. We'll figure out the hashtag Team Twenty Twenty Three, Team Canada Twenty Twenty Three, or whatever. We'll figure out a way to make this happen. Hopefully, we're still doing this podcast uh, when that does happen because I think it's a hell of an idea. Well, as long as I get a picture with the cup, if you take the idea, that's all I care about. With the, <laughs> the team, day, I want to be on ben the base cup. Yeah. Yeah, I don't no. have to be in the box for the game. I don't have to be there. I could be standing on the side of the ice. I don't give a shit. Just, 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 just get me in the picture. No, and I'll just hold up a sign. My idea with an arrow pointing up to my smiling mug. I'm 100% this idea, Dave. Let's make it happen some way or another. Uh, people who listen to the show, make sure you guys spread the word about this. Talk about it at the uh, the bar stools and everywhere else we, where you. Will you BS about sports? Because that's a really good idea, David. Would you cheer for a super team, even though it's not your favorite Canadian team? Would you cheer for a super team that was a bunch of Canadian good old boys wanting to win one for Canada, bring the cup back home? I I, I would in a heartbeat for sure. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. Jeez, uh, man, it's been a few, been a week since we've done what we'll get back on a regular schedule. Thursday's American Thanksgiving, so we'll have lots to talk about on on, uh, on Thursday. And then we'll got some other stuff going on, but... Uh, Great idea, Dave. I'm glad you came up with that one. Well, you know, I like to contribute. I've been lacking a little bit, and and uh, like I said, when 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 I didn't have to podcast this weekend, uh, my brain was in podcast mode. So I actually took some notes. <laughs> Fourteen twenty podcast. Four beer with a sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of your, take care of your more important. Take care of yourself. You need around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Hey, have a good week, uh, everybody. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.